Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tommy I'm a sports fan who always said, if I never played a sport professionally, then I want to talk about it. I'm born and raised in New York City. Played organized basketball for several well-known teams in the mid-70s and the early 80s, such as the legendary Home Cold Rucker Tournament, Melbank, Stone Gym, and Riverside Church. LaGuardia House and my all-time favorite, Each One Teach One. Having sports in my life at an early age always kept me out of trouble. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was either playing football or baseball. Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tommy where my opinions, views, and facts will cover the hottest, the latest, and the past sports events. Welcome once again. I want to continue to thank everyone who has liked and subscribed to my podcast. And if this is the first time you're viewing it, please do the same. As always, before I even get into today's topic, yes, I got three hot topics I must talk about. The first hot topic is the Michigan Wolverines football team are the 2023 national champions. Now, listen. I saw this game from the beginning to the end. I didn't miss a play. I couldn't miss a play. I made sure if I had to go to the bathroom, go real quick. If I had to eat something, eat real quick. I didn't miss a play. (laughs) Listen, I didn't miss a play. I was actually on TikTok posting the game as I saw it, as the game was going on. I enjoyed the national championship last night. It was on fire. Listen, the number one ranked University Michigan football team, they was number one coming out of that first half. My God, the running game was sick. You talk about Blake Corum, the running back for Michigan. Listen, you're going to see this young man in the NFL next season. No joke. No joke, that's running back. Edwards was still doing it too. He was doing it too. Listen, the game was on fire. I enjoyed it. I didn't want to blow out. I mean, the final score was 34-13. That game could have changed if offensive lineman for the Washington Huskies, and he know who I'm talking about. He twice down the stretch with the holding. Oh, it killed it. Listen. You had my man, and I'm calling him my man because I'm liking this young kid. He reminds me of Stephen Diggs from the Buffalo Bills. I'm talking about my man Aduce, Rome Aduce. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name right. He is going to be a dog on that slot receiver come NFL time. Listen, he caught two major passes that had to come back because of the offensive lineman was holding Oh, my God. I didn't want to blow out, but I wanted a nail biter, but I had Michigan winning it. So they won it 34-13. Listen, this is their 12th national championship. They ain't won one since 1997, so it was a little bit overdue. But listen, congratulations to all the Michigan football Wolverines fans. Congratulations once again. My second hottest topic is Ja Morant. I can't pronounce his name. I'm so upset. John Morant, my dude from Murray State University. Remember, 
He put Murray State University on the map in the NCAA Final Four and all that good stuff, Sweet 16. Listen, he just got back from suspension, 25 games of suspension. We already know what it was. Don't even need to talk about it. And he was just getting his team back in the winning column. They were rocking. They were rolling. Yeah, embarrassed my Lakers (laughs) not too long ago. And now he's out with a tear in the right shoulder ending the season. The season is over. Can't even talk. The season is over for him. The season is over. The right shoulder is done. Season is done. I believe Grizzlies is done because you ain't going too far without him. I know y'all y'all started the season without him and you know where y'all was at. Then when he comes back, you know, things start looking great. Now he's out for the season. So listen, you know, Ja, you got a lot of time to really think, to, to mature, to really grow up. I know you're still a young man, but you got a lot of time to think. You know what I'm saying? Why that shoulder heals. And I'm hoping, because I want to start rooting for you again. You was my dude. You know what I'm saying? You was my dude, but I had to go left on you, man, because of what you was doing off the court. But now that you got the shoulder all banged up and you can't come back to next season, I'm hoping starting today up until the time it is back to training camp that you are a mature young man and you ready to do the damn thing in the 24-25 NBA season. So listen, I pray that the shoulder heals and the heals correctly. I want to move on. To my last topic, which is my third one. Yeah, this is my third. This is, I'm talking about my Los Angeles Lakers. Suck at the moment. That's not my words. That's LeBron James' words. And he is absolutely right. My Lakers, our Lakers, the Laker Nation, we hurting right now. This is not what I thought. This is not the season I thought. And before I even get into that, I need to get into what Stephen A. Smith stated. And he states, the role players are imposters. Now, when I heard Stephen A. say that, I damn near choked. I, I, I damn near choked. And I just laughed. I took it in. And I didn't say anything. I just left it alone. And then you had Kendrick Perkins, my dude, Boston Celtics. You know, Kendrick knows what he's talking about. He states it's time for Coach Ham to go. And when he said that, I says, ooh, low blow. But I ain't say nothing else. I left it alone. And then I'm reading about what my Laker Nation, the Laker Nation, Laker Nation is strong. Laker Nation want Coach Ham gone. We want him gone since a month ago. Now, I said we. Because it's about 30, 39 games in, right? And I was going to give Coach Ham to least to the half mark of the season to really critique his coaching. And so I don't need the 41, 41 games to come. I'm, I'm already made my decision, right? And, and, I, and I actually tweeted Jeannie Buss, whether she reads tweets or somebody's reading it for her, but I was very polite. Told her who I was, very polite. It's not the first time I tweeted Jeannie Buss. But I basically said, basically said, Jeannie, I believe 
we need a strong personality coaching this Laker roster. And Coach Ham is not that person. So I said, think about bringing Jeff Van Gundy out of retirement or a Mark Jackson out of retirement. This roster needs a strong personality and is not Coach Ham. Especially what I said in my tweet to Jeannie. Now, whether she read it or somebody read it, I don't know. But I do know yesterday's article out there in the LA Times, Jeannie opened her mouth and said she's hearing everything about Coach Ham, about the Laker Nation wanting Coach Ham to get fired. I got his back. We're not firing him. Okay? And, and she's reassuring him that he still has his job. So I threw my hands up. I said, all right, the boss lady said, Ham ain't going nowhere. But of course, we all know that can change any day. That can change any day. So now I want to get into this hot topic because I don't want to stay long because I got a nice topic for a show. But I need to get this off my chest when it comes to my Lakers. All right. I really believed at the beginning of the season that Rob Palenka deserved the executive vice president. Excuse me. Yes. The executive vice president of operation award for the roster he assembled. The, I wasn't just the only one saying that. I mean, you had sports media saying, listen, the Lakers did the best job in the offseason, the team that they assembled, right? So when I saw the roster before the season began, I said, yo, we got enough to throw at the Joker. I mentioned that in a few shows. And then I said, listen, 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 I'm not sure if Coach Ham is the coach, the right coach for this roster. I'm not sure because the way his rotations are sus suspect. His rotations are suspect. I mean, he is just too relaxed for me on that sideline. I think he daydreams and, 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 and he's not watching what I'm watching, what most Laker fans are watching. And then it looks like he wakes up when, when they down 10 and 12. All right, call him timeout. Then he's to start subbing, just to be subbing. I don't even know if he's looking at their opponents or what they got on the court. So he's subbing players, and the match is not, is, is not matching what's out there. And so before you know it, we're down 15. Now you want the old man, James, I mean LeBron James, 39 years old, and AD to kill themselves. Stephen A may have a point. He may have a point, and, 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 and when he says imposters, yes, my role players have not been living up to their standard. They, a lot of them are playing major minutes, 20, 25 minutes, and ending with eight, nine points with three rebounds. I mean, come on, I can do that shit. So Stephen A. got a point. Now I'm going to hit back with Kendrick, per Patrick, Kendrick Perkins along with the Laker Nation wanting Coach Ham to be gone. Listen, I second that. I really believe that Coach Ham is not the coach for this roster. I believe Coach Ham needs a team, a young team, like the Detroit Pistons. Okay? So I will flip-flop Monty Williams 
for to coach my Lakers and send Ham to Detroit and let him coach that young team. I think that's his speed. He's over his head. You know what I'm saying? You are coaching a Laker dynasty organization that we are spoiled as Laker Nation fans. We spoiled. You know what I'm saying? 17, 18 chips, we spoiled. You know what I'm saying? So any coach that comes to coach the Lakers, you have to have a strong personality. And that's why Frank Vogel didn't last. He doesn't have a strong personality. You know, we won it in the um in the bubble, right? We still don't get respect for the bubble. But that's another story, right? That's another show. But what I'm trying to say is, Coach Ham, I believe, is not the coach for this roster. Now, are we going to get a new coach coming in next week? No, it's not going to happen. And going by what Jeannie Buss just said, it's not happening this season. So, me as a Laker fan, as a 1977 Laker fan, I got to swallow some things when I'm watching my Lakers and when I'm watching Cam Ham rotate. And I'm feeling that that rotation, those two, two or three players he putting in is not matching right with, 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 with the opponents. You know what I'm saying? So now we down 10, 15, 20. Okay? I got to swallow that. I got to swallow that. But what I'm not going to be doing <laughs> is staying up late, watching a Laker game, a home Laker game, and staying up to 1, 1, 32 o'clock in the morning, God forbid, if it's overtime, and got to get back up at 530. That I won't be doing. I won't be doing. So what I'm saying is my Laker Nation, and I'm talking to y'all right now, we're going to have to swallow some things. Right, we just picked up um, a, a, um, a, a point guard, four-year vet that the Portland Trailblazers just let go. Scholar, right? Forgot his first name. I saw footage, looked decent, right? You know, let's see. You know what I mean? Let's see. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I gotta do another show strictly on my Lakers, but I need to start with the day's topic. I'm talking about the 2023 NFL wild card. 2023 NFL wild card. Yes, the stage is set. Man, is the stage set, right? No, my New York Giants is not in the postseason this year. And yes, I am disgusted, but I'm over with now. I was disgusted to the point where I stopped watching them Week eight, didn't want to watch a game, didn't even watch the last game. And I know we kicked Philly's ass, and I didn't watch it. I was watching other games that mattered, wanted to see how the seeds for both the NFC and the AFC was going to um, shape up. So I watched games that mattered. I didn't watch my New York Giants. You know what I'm saying? Not going to get into my New York Giants right now because I can do a whole show just strictly on them. Going to leave it alone, but I'm going to say one thing, one thing only. The owner, John Mara, you know what you need to do. You know what you need to do. And that is open up and give your GM a blank check and let him do his thing. A blank check. Just give him a blank check and say, spin, spin, spin. And let him and coach do what they got to do to get the right players coming in for the 2024 season. That's all I got to say, 
right? That's all I got to say. Now, who I thought at the beginning of the season would make the playoffs? These teams. My Giants, of course, right? The Cincinnati Bengals, right? But we already know what took place. Indianapolis Colts, I thought, was definitely making the playoffs, along with the New York Jets. We already know what took place with that, right? And those Jacksonville Jaguars, I thought, was really going to make the playoffs, right? Those are the teams I thought was going to make the playoffs, right? But we know how football seasons are. You know what I'm saying? You get key players that get hurt, and some get hurt to the point where they can't come back to the following season, right? And then you got some teams who just don't show up when it matters, you know what I'm saying? And so that happens all the time, right? That happens all the time. But the teams that I believed that was going to go to and get the seeds that they got, I'm going to get into that in a second. But between the key players getting hurt, right, and the teams that did just didn't matter, it. I mean, some teams, you know, Came out this season, and I'm going to just name the Carolina Panthers just to be one. They came out knowing that they was going to win damn near no game. Okay? So a, a lot has to happen. And that has to happen from, from the GM on up. You know what I mean? A lot has to happen with those Carolina Panthers. And I'm going to just leave them alone. Right? But I'm going to tell you that what I did saw. And I'm going to tell you what I didn't see when the season began. I did see the San Francisco 49ers becoming the number one seed in the NFC. That I saw. So if you've been hearing me on my last few shows, you already know. I got the 49ers winning it all. Yes, I got the 49ers winning it all. And I got no... <laughs> they winning it all. That's what I'm trying to say. They winning it all. Now, what I didn't see... It's the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions becoming the number two seed in the NFC. I didn't see that. I thought it would be Philly or maybe the Cowboys. Didn't see the Lions grabbing that number two seed. I'll, but I don't, excuse me, but I did see the Baltimore Ravens grabbing that number one seed. Now, I had Miami Dolphins, and I said it in a few shows. And I've said it to a few Miami Dolphin fans. I had Dolphins looking real good to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I had them, right? But I also knew those Ravens, that defense. And, and Lamar has a lot to prove this season. Since he wanted to sit out and demand all this money, I knew this would be his season. So I am not surprised that the Baltimore Ravens are the number one seed out in the AFC. Now, what I didn't see, and I'm going to leave it like this, those Buffalo Bills. Now, the Buffalo Bills fighting for the last, in the last game, week eight, just to grab that seed, that number two seed. I didn't see them struggling the way they struggled to get to where they at. Now, I'm going to get into those Buffalo Bills in a few, right? But what I need to do, also, two more points, two more points, excuse me. Those Jacksonville Jaguars not making the playoffs, I didn't see that happening. Because the way they started, you know what I'm saying? Trevor Lawrence, 
You know what I'm saying? The young man, he was doing the damn thing, but he did not look good in that final game at all. Didn't look good. It looked like garbage. Didn't look good. But I did see the Pittsburgh Steelers making the playoffs. Listen, Tomlin, the coach, Mike, man, listen. I know Big Ben has left a few years ago, but he don't miss a playoff. And that's why that man's been coaching 17 years nonstop for the same organization. It ain't too many coaches in NFL history can say that. My man can coach. You give him some players, he get the players, whatever they, they draft, free agency, whatever how it's looking, he going to shape them, he going to mold them. He's going to make sure they make that playoffs. Now, they didn't just make the playoffs, right? They needed some help. But they made it. They got in the position to make the playoffs. So my hat goes off to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, head coach. Keep doing what you're doing, right? But I want to now give you my opinion on both the AFC and the NFC wildcard. This is my opinion. My opinion only. And this is my opinion who I believe is going to move on. So I want to start with the AFC. I got to start with the AFC. We got the Browns against the Houston Texans. Browns against the Houston Texans. Now, Joe Flacco for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, Flacco still got life. He still got posts. I don't know if you guys been seeing Joe Flacco, but he's looking like the Joe Flacco from his young days. Baltimore Raven days. Yes, he's doing the damn thing. He got nothing to lose. He's playing with house money. Cleveland Browns ain't even supposed to be there. Starting quarterback. Got injured for the season. Flacco comes out. He's doing the damn thing. I'm, I'm rooting for him. <laughs> Joe Flacco, old man, is doing it. Right? But he's going against that rookie, C.J. Stroud, my man, Houston, Texas. C.J. Stroud is doing the damn thing, the young boy. Listen, this game, both teams are playing with house money. They got nothing to lose. Houston with a young team. Joe Flacco, second-string quarterback. They got nothing to lose. This is going to be a game. But who I believe is going to win it, I got to go with the Browns because the Browns got the better defense. I got to go with the Browns because I believe they're going to get to the young rookie. Now, it depends on how he handles once he gets his second and third sack. Depends on how he handles. Right now, he's been playing like my man Joe Burrow, cool Burrow. You know what I'm saying? You remember Joe Burrow. When he started, he was getting sacked nine, ten times a game. Getting up, shaking it off, still pulling it out. So I got to see if CJ got that same mentality like Joe Coop Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals. But for right now, I'm going with the Browns because of the defense. Yes, Browns is on the road. The game's in Texas. 
But I'm still going with the Browns. I think the old man Flacco, along with the defense, is going to squeak it out. It's going to squeak it out. By three. By three. This is just my opinion. By three. Next on the AFC Watch, we got the Miami Dolphins against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, a lot of people when the season began thought these two was going to be in the Super Bowl. Well, excuse me, that they was going to fight to get into the Super Bowl is what I wanted to say, right? Both teams, people thought, me included, and I knew the Ravens was right there. It was either going to be those three fighting in the, in the AFC Championship, right? So it wasn't far-fetched to see the Chiefs and the Dolphins in the AFC Championship. Well, they're in the wild card. And, yes, Kansas City is playing home. Dolphins are banged up. They got about 19 players that is just banged up. Some will not be playing next week. Some will not be playing maybe for the rest of the season, right? But they got their quarterback. They got Flash, the cheater. And Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about Waddle if he's going to be ready for, 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 for this Kansas City Chief game. But Dolphins did come out week 18 playing well. But listen, the 19 players that got hurt, listen, it showed in the second half. So I got to go with the Chiefs. I got to go with the Chiefs. They home, Kelsey's, he, he's fine. My homie's fine, right? That defense with Jones leading it, you know what I'm saying? Quick, fast, right? Listen, um, Tua is going to have a lot of pressure on him, right? And I don't believe he's going to be able to handle it, right? Now, that offensive line for the Miami Dolphins is a good one, right? So he needs that time, right? But, the secondary for the Kansas City Chiefs, they suspect. So, you hear me? I'm going back and forth, forth and back. I truly believe if the Dolphins wasn't banged up the way they were, the way they are, that the Dolphins come into Kansas City and beat them. That's what I want to say. But Kansas City, excuse me, Dolphins is banged up. So I got to go with the Chiefs. I got to go with the Chiefs. And I believe it's going to be a nail-biter, and it comes down to a field goal. That's just my opinion, my opinion only. Again, I believe if the Dolphins was healthy, they didn't have 19 players, of course they're going to get some, right? But I believe if they came in with no more than three, four players hurt, and those three, four players are not really key, key players, Dolphins come in, and beat Kansas City on their field. This is what I really want to say, but I can't say it, so I'm going with the Chiefs. Chiefs, by three. Next wild card game. Last wild card game. We're talking about the Steelers going to the Buffalo Bills. Now, these two here. These two here, right? Josh Allen, we already know. If you ain't been watching, Josh, when that defense is in his ass, oh, he will throw an interception in a minute. He still 
after being a veteran these last five, six years, he still can't handle the pressure. He can't handle the pressure in this show week 18. You know what I'm saying? They're lucky to get the number one seed. Shouldn't have even been struggling like that. Now, Diggs is going to be Diggs. The defense is going to be the defense. But I already know the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, he's going to have his troops. Yes, Watts is hurt. And I'm not sure if he's playing this game. You know what I'm saying? He's hurt. The key number one defender is hurt. And I'm hoping that he'd be ready. That they shoot him up, do whatever they're going to do with him. I believe the Steelers got enough defense to come at Josh Allen, shake him, wake him, <laughs> stress him. I believe Steelers come in and beat him. Steelers got nothing to lose. <laughs> they playing with house money. They got nothing to lose. Who are we talking about? We are talking about Mason Rudolph, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. He got nothing to lose. They, they going to play free. Bills got everything to lose. I mean, this was supposed to be the season that they possibly go to the Super Bowl. Beat the Ravens or the Dolphins or the Chiefs and go to the Super Bowl. They got everything to lose. And this struggle just made the second seed week 18. So what I'm trying to say, y'all, I got the Steelers upsetting by three in Buffalo. That's the way I'm rocking and rolling. So now I want to move on to the NFC. NFC. First game is the Eagles against the Buccaneers in Tampa. Now, the Buccaneers, listen, they got nothing to lose. They got nothing to lose. Baker, Shaker, Mayfield. Listen, he still got life. He still got life after Cleveland. He still got life. I thought Baker was going to be done. He's been moving around. But Baker got a pulse, and he's playing. He got nothing to lose. Tampa coach got nothing to lose. They got nothing to lose. Yes, they the division champs once again, three years in a row. But listen, you know they've been putting players together. It ain't been a solid, solid Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, but they've been doing it well coached, well coached. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles and that Eagles offensive line and the Eagles defense. Listen, and the coaching they have is no excuse the way they slipped. They slipped all the way to a wild card and it wasn't even supposed to happen like that. So I said to a buddy of mine about about a month ago, three weeks to a month ago, Dodd Eagle fan, I told him, I said, listen, y'all wasn't even supposed to go to the Super Bowl last year if Purdy, the quarterback for the 49ers, didn't get hurt. Because 49ers were supposed to represent the NFC against Kansas City Chiefs last year and win it. Okay? Purdy, 
Brock Purdy. Look him up if you don't know who I'm talking about. He got hurt. That was the reason why the Eagles wind up going into the Super Bowl. Now, you can't say they burnt out. I, 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 I'm, I, you know, I'm looking at the offensive line, and that Eagles offensive line is one of the best, but against the run. And I keep saying that, but against the run. But now when it's time for Hurts to go and throw, they don't hold him up. Hurts is running for his life. They can't deal with the speed. That offensive line is a veteran offensive line. Great stopping and opening up holes and protecting the, on the running back to create the holes. But far as holding down Hurts, they can't deal with the speed. And that's the problem right now. And that's why they've been slipping and sliding. Hurts is running for his life, especially if it's a good secondary back there and he ain't got nowhere to throw. Oh, the Eagles going to be in trouble. So I'm looking at these Buccaneers and I'm saying to myself, with Baker, Mayfield, and the wide receiver core, listen, Philly going to have trouble. And I will not be surprised if Philly gets eliminated in the wild card. That will be a big, huge bust for the Eagles organization. Because, listen, they was the dominant team going into week eight and nine. Dominant. You, you know what I mean? Come on. They was doing the damn thing. Look at them now. They're coming into the wild card. They shouldn't even been a wild card team. Look at them now. Don't be surprised if it's the Buccaneers winning it by three. I will not be surprised if it's the Buccaneers winning by three, but something's telling me that's not going to happen. So I got to go with the Eagles. I believe they get their shit together this week, come in to Tampa and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by 10. That's my prediction. That's my, that's my opinion. I believe the Buccaneers lose by 10 at home, but I will not be surprised if the Buccaneers win by three. So remember that. I want to move on to the second wild card in the NFC. We're talking about those Rams against the Lions. Matthew Stafford against Jared Goff. Yes, yes, yes. I can't wait for this game because ever since the Rams won the Super Bowl, they've been declining. And they've been declining to the point that they got to make it to the wild card. They've been looking ugly these last couple of years and, 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 and still got most of the players intact from that Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Still, yes, I know, you know, Jalen, he ain't there no more. He's down in Miami. But still in all, you know what I'm saying? Those Rams, I believe they playing good ball these last five weeks. You already know what the Detroit Lions been doing on both ends of the field. You know what I'm saying? And this is all season. Detroit Lions have been doing the damn thing. So Detroit Lions is hosting for the first time in a long time. F hosting. I believe Detroit Lions win this game. I believe Detroit Lions win this game by 
three. Yeah, going to be a nail biter. It's going to be a goodie. Matthew, that Detroit Lions defense coming for you. And you already know how you are when that defense is in your ass. So, 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 I expect at least two interceptions by Matthew Stafford. You know, because certain veteran quarterbacks, even though they're veterans, when that pressure's on them, oh, they get stupid in the head. <laughs> and just be throwing that shit and they ain't nowhere to throw it. They throw it right to the, the defender's numbers. <laughs> it's like they get colorblind, something like that. I don't know what happens. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know what happens. But I got Detroit Lions winning by three, at least by three. I want to move on. To the last wild card game, we talking about the Packers against the Cowboys in Dallas. Now, <laughs> Packers is playing with house money. Packers got nothing to lose. Jordan Love, the quarterback, he's been doing the damn thing all season. All season. My dude is playing. Well coached. The defense looks good. Offense looks good. Listen, Jordan Love. Yes, he's able to handle pressure. I've seen him under pressure throughout the season. He handles it very well. Now, Dak Prescott, on the other hand, we already know when that defense is in his ass, he don't handle it very well. But Dak has been playing his best football this season and his whole NFL career. Dak, with his legs, he's healthy. So I know when the pressure comes from Green Bay, he's going to be able to escape. One man really can't bring him down, right? You got C.D. Lamb. He's on fire all season, right? You got the probably the best pass rushing team. Listen. Cowboys, Green Bay, I got to go with them Cowboys. I got to go, and it's no upset. There's no upset. There's no upset. No matter how I feel about them damn Cowboys being the New York Giant fans, there's no upset. Cowboys will win at least by 10. Cowboys will win at least by 10. That's my opinion for both AFC and the NFC. Listen, it's going to be a goodie. These wild card games is going to be on fire. So I'm telling you now, if you whatever you got to do, whatever chores you got to do, whatever errands you got to run, whatever you got to do this weekend coming up, make sure you do it and then have your snacks and your remote in your hand. Don't miss these games. These games is going to be on fire. Listen, NFL fans, y'all already know. Listen, you know, to my viewers and my listeners, I need you guys to please tell me who you believe is going to win each game. You could tell me why, or you could just name the teams in my YouTube comment section. Please, I need to read several in my next show. So please dump in the comment section who you believe is going to win each game, who you believe is moving on. If you want to give a reason, give a reason. But please, I just gave you minds. 
I just gave you my opinions. I want to hear about your responses and your opinions, who you believe is moving on. Listen, I've been on TikTok. I've been on TikTok Live. I'm going on TikTok Live this Thursday coming up. You know what I'm saying? I got to get day response. I'm posting on TikTok. Listen, these wild card games, these playoffs in general, is going to be on fire. No doubt. Listen, I'm on TikTok Live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Tommy Ami, look it up. Check me out. Every Thursday, TikTok Live. TikTok Live. So for now, I want to thank y'all for hanging out with me in my basement. To my viewers and listeners, please continue to check me out on YouTube and subscribe. Check me out on my streaming platforms, Apple and Spotify. Also, please remember to check out the Evenflow Coffee Company, created to combine the interests of coffee lovers, fashion, and music. For more information or to make a purchase, visit evenflowcoffee.com. As I always say, sports is what keeps this world from going insane, either in a pandemic or no pandemic. Until next time. Take care.